Welcome back to another evening edition of the It's Almost the Weekend podcast. Uh, I'm just going to let you, dear listeners, in right away. This is the second day in a row we're recording. <laughs> I'm straight Whoa. behind the curtain with you. The veil uh, is lifted. You took that honey-covered stick from last week where you were poking that bear and you just, just straight up like, started whipping that bear. Yeah, yeah that's right. There's no pretense, you know? It's just, there was no veil. There may as well have not been a veil. That's how much. Oh, it started raining hardcore just then. Yeah. The sky is blue. What's going on? Okay, never mind. The weather is what this podcast is now all about. <laughs> yeah, look, it's uh, it's an evening episode, but the sun is literally in my eyes right now. It's just, it's chaos out there. It really is chaos. Flies don't know what to think. Um, flies you know i look at my dog sometimes and i'm like what do you fucking think you dumb piece of shit you know she's (laughs) just like the most lovable dog she just lays around all day she eats she sleeps she goes to the park she sleeps it's just that on repeat and i just i just think what's going on in that noggin you know like that 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 noggin is is really uh kind of the smooth brain standard yeah. that all noggins should try and uh, achieve. I feel you there. I, I think if we could hear our dog's thoughts, the world would be an amazing place. <laughs> we wouldn't need leaders. We wouldn't you need leaders? dogs are socialists? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I don't have anything to back that up with. I was so confident and I just don't, I don't even want to tell you why I believe that they would be a socialist, but I'm convinced. I'm convinced you should be a leader. You, you just need to say Me. things with confidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I take it back. I take it back. All the confidence is gone. Today uh, I was talking to our uh, French animator and, um, what did she say? She's, she said like, um, oh, for this shot number, uh, are we are we uh, going to be trying to do X Y Z thing? And I was like, oh, I, I'm not at my computer. I don't remember what sh- that shot number is. Um, mm-hmm. Can you give me the descriptor? And uh, and she was like, it's the only one I'm working on right now. <laughs> like, I should know this, you know. Like, uh, I gave her the shot. We talked about it yesterday, but I've just forgotten. And I was like, can you kind of tell that I haven't led a great deal of animators in my life before? <laughs> I didn't say that, but I wrote it and then deleted it. Uh, yeah <laughs> you gotta you gotta do the write and delete it can be very therapeutic to do totally. write and delete yeah i yeah. uh i i did that a lot in the corporate world mm. um and I, also when you when you write and delete as much as i did like you you start to have memory lapses and you're like i wonder if i actually sent that because oh. that person is giving me a look right now yeah Imagine a world, speaking of imagine a world where you could hear dogs thinking, imagine a world where the, there was no write and delete. It was just, if you were watching the chat box when someone was writing, you could see what they were Ooh. writing. Ooh. Oh my God. I mean, there would be way more wars if, yeah. if that were a case. We have enough wars already. Any yeah. number higher than zero concerning wars, too many. That's right. And so... If you if you're typing, especially in those Teams chats, you know you got a big group, the big wigs coming in, giving their quarterlies or whatever, and you're like, look at this fucking frog-looking bald motherfucker. It's like all over. It's all yeah. over. It's gonna make it's gonna make the news. You know that guy's gonna be connected to to an arms dealer. That's how it starts, Joe. That's how it starts. And I feel like and everyone. Keep that in- would be way more uptight, you know, but then like, as a result, the like parties would be way harder because everyone would like let let loose at the parties. (laughs) Everything would just be more intense. There'd be more wars, more hedonism. More debauchery. Yeah. More hedonism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Um, (laughs) How do you want to pivot away from that? I don't really know. Um, What have you been playing this week? Oh my god. All right. I'm really excited to talk about this one. Ooh, yes. Uh 
I've I've talked about my uh, my Steam Deck, my uh, emulation that I'm doing. Yeah, I've been playing Police Snorts, which oh, is Hideo Kojima. Yeah, before Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. um, and it's really good. It's effectively a point and click game for right. the PS One. Um, so you have like a little cursor that you control with the, with the thumbstick, which is, you know, how you would have done it back in the day. Mm. Um, and it is, it's like got Kojima's signature all over it. The attention to detail is so imaginative. Like you can go from pixel to pixel and what the character talks about will change and you can like click the same pixel and they'll say something different and, oh, and like they they might give you more insight um but yeah you're effectively uh this detective in the future uh and it's just it's fucking cool it's like cyberpunky <laughs> it's got all that like detail that really good sci-fi's like hit home with you know like event horizon and that kind of thing like it's not like they explain everything and like how faster than light travel works and all that kind of stuff but they just they give you enough that it feels like the world building is good if that makes sense i get you yeah so it is cyberpunk yeah right it is yeah. yeah so the premise is is basically you you were this cop and um, you were in L.A. and you were selected to be the first police astronaut, which is like where Police Nauts comes from. Right. Uh, you know, the first space station is being built and, and you're going to be the first Police Nought. That's and, so cool. Uh, oh, it's awesome. And this premise that I'm about to, to tell you happens all in the first five minutes. But... Basically, you get chosen, you do the training, you go up there and you're like, you know, an astronaut and you, you, you're doing maintenance, uh, waiting for the population to arrive. And you basically, uh, like, it, it's really cool. Like, the cutscenes are awesome and it shows someone, like, sabotaging and it's all, like, super anime and the sound effects mm. fucking rule. And uh, you end up, like, just being jettisoned out into space and you go into like a cryo sleep Whoa. and you and you aren't discovered for like 30 years and so after your discovery you know your family <laughs> has like grown older like yeah. your wife has a new family and she's oh, like in her 50s God. and it's oh it's so cool and so That's you dope. get to like yeah you get to like meet all these characters and just like it, it, it's fun because the character is kind of figuring out the world at the same time you are, yeah. you know, it's like the characters in California and it's snowing all the time, you know, and there's all this commentary around like global warming, but it's gone in the other direction. Like it feels right. like it's, it's, it's closer to an ice age. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, it's just awesome. It's just, it's so creative. And uh, yeah, you can just feel Kojima. Like he's got that expository shit going off, you know, like whenever you find out about something, he just goes bonkers with the the kind of intel about, yeah. uh, I don't know, the way the garbage system works Absolutely. in the city you oh, live I in. Love I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it's crazy. It was all there. You know, he's always had that eye for, for that kind of game. But yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's great. And like, dude, the handheld form factor. Oh my God. It's beautiful. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh, that's so good. I kind of wish that we had like played that one together. You know, I'm, I'm so glad that you are playing it and I wish to play it one day as well. But imagine a, a world in which we'd sat down and played Please Not Together. That would have been cool. I mean, we could uh, still live in that reality because I was just like, you know, playing it and then putting the Steam Deck to sleep. And all the while I was saving using like the emulator save and right. it wasn't working. Oh. So I've actually only played an hour and I lost that save. Oh. So I will have to fix it up and, and play it again. So maybe you could, uh, you could, you could check out what, uh, what I'm doing, but Can- it is, I, I gotta say, it is not a Joe game. Right. Like it's, it's, 
it very slow. It's mainly reading. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I, I'd be really interested to hear your take. And because it's Kojima, I think maybe yeah. you'll be a little bit more forgiving. But Probably. it is it is very much not a Joe game. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair call out. Um, well, I hope you get the save stay working. At the very mm. least, I'd love to see a little stream or like a little video recording of it in action. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, dude, it's it's really cool to look at. Like the art is amazing. The music is sensational. Truly, just oh man, and it's like, uh, you know, you know, you've kind of gone down the right line of questioning, where like you'll ask a question, and then the like the music starts playing as they answer and you're like oh yeah this is gonna be juicy yeah hell yeah awesome i love that anything else oh bro i'm addicted to brotato <laughs> i'm fucking i'm gone i'm but i'm trying to beat it on the hardest difficulty with every character wow i'm like halfway through the roster it's so much fun they just i don't know just this genre the vampire survivor like i'm not even sure what you what you would call it but it's just it's got me it's it's for me mm-hmm. i uh i you sent me that message today saying that you had got hyperdemon and i was like hell yeah I'm, i can't wait to hear what you think about hyperdemon i looked at steam or i looked at um discord and i could see darian was playing brotato and i was like what what the <laughs> hell man let's get a new game and you go and play brotato like hey. <laughs> Play with your new toy. Play with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did play a little bit of Hyperdemon. Um, it's it's real cool on on like a controller. Like it works great. And I have I've just played it for. It says I've played it for twelve minutes. Yeah. And what a mind boggling twelve minutes! I saw there is a training section in the menu, yes. but I've just. But for the first, I don't know, little bit, I just wanted to jump in and see what the fuck happened. And it is bonkers. Yeah. You've talked about it a lot. It was in your top five from like 2021. Uh, it's bonkers. It's an insane game. I can't believe it exists. I'm glad it exists. And your high score is so far away. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm coming. I think I you'll just get want it. You to I do. think you will get it. Yeah, I'm. If you can do bloody boomerang X and not break a sweat or move a thumbstick, I reckon you'll, uh, you'll <laughs> break my high score handily. I will say as well, you don't need to do the t- t- tutorials. Like my friend Mikey, who beat my high score and a bunch of other people who I follow's high score, he did not watch those tutorials or play the right, tutorials okay. rather, and he just like winged it off of pure wow. first person shooter mastery. And uh, yeah, wow. So uh, it's, um, yeah, it's a nightmare in a good way. Yeah. It's just, oh my God, the sound effects, you, you die and it's like, you've been beset. I'm like, oh shit. And the yeah. screen is like 4d. It's just, it's mental. It's a mental game. And yeah. I, I love that you, uh, that you let me know about it. Cause yeah, it's, uh, it's something, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all about that leaderboard now. Yeah, that uh, bone razor leaderboard happening, maybe a bit of a bit of hyperdemon too. And the the hyperdemon leaderboard experience is juicy. It is mm. overflowing with the drippings of a good leaderboard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! Wow, you've got this. You've got this leaderboard just cooking in the oven. It's oh, marinated. It's days. well and truly cooked, my dude. It is. <laughs> such a good experience you know like you finish your run it'll be like you know play that like choir music as your score ascends past other people's scores and Mm. then plants itself firmly in the location uh and you see where you must go and you don't know if you have the strength to do it but (laughs) but you do you do have the strength darian i believe yeah We'll see. We'll see. I yeah, I'm excited to jump back in, but but your score is very high compared to the uh the scores that are next to my name right now. Yeah. I mean, so it becomes like a little bit of a pattern dance game where you're like you learn the first kind of 30 seconds off by heart, and then once you get that down, it, it's like learning the next 15 seconds after that. Um mm. and then adapting mm. to the chaos that sort of evolves as a result of the game 
you know exponentially shooting out more enemies that you don't know how to handle yet uh yeah yeah it's a fun dance hell yeah yep shout out um so yeah i'm i'm sitting pretty on just yeah loving these little old slash cheap games you Mm, know mm. like hyper demon was six dollars so good from humble and it's just like oh baby that is it's never been a better time to be into into weird little indie indie releases yeah yeah i was thinking before this is a little bit of side tension but the steam deck that you've got and all the emulators that you've downloaded and games and stuff Mm -hmm. it's such a cool thing because like digital media these days especially like you know live digital media like a steam library or something is so just like impermanent you know like if the steam Mm. servers ever go away you know which is an an, an inevitability someday in the heat death of the universe those games (laughs) for sure (laughs) those games are no longer playable or accessible but if you got them downloaded in some place almost like a hard copy you can uh, you can play them as far as whenever you want which is really great totally and uh, when i was getting into emulating and like you know get going in the back end and and working out how to get it uh performing at its very best i noticed a lot of people were uh passionate about having all of their roms and their collections mm. on sd cards and that kind of thing yeah yeah it's and, and i i, I Right. And I like, didn't understand that. I was like, yeah, no, just, you know, ROMs really don't take up that much space, especially because I'm just really interested in like old inaccessible games. Um, And I'll just, I'll just put that shit on the internal hard drive. And now that I've like seen and experienced how much work goes into like creating all those files and getting the ROMs working and like upscaling the resolution, all that stuff. I'm like, I got to get an SD card for this shit. Cause <laughs> like, you know, if the steam deck explodes or crashes or just yeah, you know, corrupts, stops yeah, working, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I want that work. I want that work saved. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It's important work. Uh, totally. I say as a 33 year old man talking about old video games, it's important work. I feel like a <laughs> professor at Indiana Jones and whatever, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Good good on you for having the self-awareness because I was 100% immersed. I'm like, yes, it is very important work. We must continue the work. The emulation factory must grow. Yeah, I try to... Yeah, the, God damn it. The, uh, yeah, I, try to, I try to see things from top down when I can. Um, Amazing amazing have you speaking uh, of top down no i do i do have some news i mean sorry no i do have games i've been playing too actually (laughs) you can't jumping ahead speaking of you can't do the speaking i know there's been a moratorium yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right Um, what what happens if you break a moratorium we we haven't decided some you go to court jail yeah i get uh, court martialed no anime games for a month. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, but please continue. What have you, what have you been uh, playing? Uh, well, not a great deal since the last episode because we did record this yesterday, obviously. But uh, I did want to shout out quickly. <laughs> um, uh, no, that's not what it's called. Company, Lethal Company lethal company oh yeah absolutely yeah 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 we've been playing that with a mega fan of the pod and dear friend of ours pete um oh. and it's been a great time we we had one big sesh together and i'm pumped for the next big sesh uh oh man yeah, it, it was really good the the shenanigans were had and it was you know generally full of laughter and spooky times and yeah what a great time yep excellent shout out i think Lethal Company has that multiplayer spice uh, and it has exactly the right amount. You know, I've talked about the the multiplayer spice where like the game doesn't need to be that good. You you just need an excuse to hang out and like some problems to solve together. But uh, Lethal Company is just really simple with its like proximity audio, but it, it just delivers. It's got enough weird shit going on. It's ambiguous. Um, there's this weird, like, you know, when I first started playing, uh, with you and your bud, you both just 
didn't explain too much, which was yeah. really cool. And then when Pete joined us for the first time, I was like, I'm not saying anything, you know, like you gotta, you gotta go and, and learn the ropes yourself. And it's just like cool that the, this game kind of has that vibe, even though like we didn't talk about it being like, oh, let's not tell Pete this, this and that or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think like there's this sort of, you know, indoctrination or like, you know, expected learning period where you're like, it's, you don't want to explain too much. You're happy to be like, oh, here's what the game's about and here's some buttons, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I, buttons, I don't, I, I don't want to tell you what like all the enemies do ahead of time. I just want to like, exactly. Let me figure it out together. Exactly. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, man, a lot of, lot of games from Police Norts to Lethal Company. We're out here having a good time. Sure. Uh, um yeah and i've also just been playing hell divers as well it continues the obsession continues um, cool you've you've piqued my interest you know like you talked about remy 2 all those months ago and oh, i got yeah. onto remy 2 recently and had a good time so i feel like this is the next remy 2 you know yeah. i feel like in six months i'll get into hell divers 2 and be like joe you were correct this is good I hope it's still thriving in six months. You know, I hope there's still big, passionate fan fan base and that there's all sorts of new content and that it's uh, stable. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I hope all of that stuff happens. Or I hope it doesn't drop off. For sure. Um, so we have some news before we get into topic this week. <laughs> yep. um, and I've brought a baby. I've brought, I've, I've brought a... Uh, what would you call a smorgasbord of delights? Oh. oh, wow. That's this has never before happened. So we've actually got choice. This isn't just a, a bargain box. Of, uh... <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> you saying I'm only ever bringing a bargain box? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the news <laughs> is always half cooked from, from me. The news is reading headlines, misunderstanding, misquoting. That's basically my entire news. <laughs> and this is and a continuation of that so yeah be, be okay, excellent we would not want to change what works so perfectly already. <laughs> yeah 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 the place people go for their video game news can you imagine <laughs> uh, okay i there's again it's a small venn diagram yeah. but there's one person there's one person who doesn't read video game news anywhere else and they yeah. listen to this podcast and this is how they cop it yeah, they God. they cop the gta 6 leak through here uh you know last week we had the uh the reveal of the shadow of the erd tree trailer or whatever yeah. it's all here that person that person is getting a very narrow perspective on the uh video game news that is global i think that's a good i think that's good you don't want to be constantly like you know on the pulse you kind of want i if it were me i would want the lukewarm news <laughs> okay great so, so what uh, what have you got in the bay marie this time for us Jay? yeah in the like watery bay marie leavings um <laughs> there is well it's okay so speaking of the elden ring thing that we mentioned last week oh well, yeah it was yesterday for us but last week for you we mentioned that there was a trailer <laughs> announcement. The announcement of the trailer was happening tomorrow. It has happened this morning, and I haven't watched the trailer, but it is out, and it looks cool. There's, like, right. apparently they're doing, like, a special edition of the DLC, which is, like, a pretty crazy thing to do. Like, it ships with, like, a figurine and stuff. Um, Whoa, like, physical DLC. Yeah, physical DLC. Uh, well, that, that would not make it DLC, right? Because DLC stands for downloadable. downloadable content. Yeah. So this is not... DLC. It's a, yeah, is... a ALC. A <laughs> Allocatable. No, wait. Uh, acquirable content. Acquirable content. All right. I like it. Ship it off to marketing. Let's go. Um, um, so, yes, I haven't watched the trailer yet. I probably won't. I want to finish Elden Ring one day, but it's at the very bottom of the fucking pile at the moment. So who, kn who knows when I'll get to it? You know, maybe that's a yeah. retirement game. I'm getting to that Elden age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring, I think, would be a great retirement game. And just think of the mods, you know? Oh, when, when we're retiring at 89, the That's mods hopeful. for Elden Ring would just be out of control. That'd be so much fun. 
can only hope as much. Sorry, I'm a little tired. I did, dude, today was my last day of work before I go away. Oh my god, that was it. Yep. Oh my god, Joe, you're I'm going off. to the next the next time someone tunes into a new episode of It's Almost the Weekend, you're going to be Mr. Tool or Mr. <laughs> Tool. No, no, we'll have to redact that one <laughs> yeah. so I can't say it. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you'll be married. You'll be a husband. Yes, I will be a husbando. Um, How exciting. Indeed. And I will have had my honeymoon and I will have relaxed my weary bones. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the, the honeymoon just resort lowdown. I'm all about oh, living yeah. vicariously. Yeah, yeah. I hope to get some pics. Anyway, yeah, some yeah. news I've got it for you here. It's lukewarm, it's water, it's at the bottom of the Bay Marie. You found it after oh. lifting up the tray and finding out what was underneath that's been there for weeks. <laughs> oh, uh, what? Weeks? Okay. Right. <laughs> it's not that old. Uh, so Xbox slash Microsoft is shopping out four of its previously PC slash Xbox exclusive titles. Have you heard about I, this? Uh, no, I have not. So this has been, I mean, like, Microsoft with the Game Pass and, you know, trying to get uh, as much, you know, market share with that service as possible, you know, yeah. trying to get a bunch of people on the service, ever trying to grow the service, spending lots of money to people on people, acquiring people to be on the service. Uh, they're shipping out four games that are currently exclusives to other platforms. The platforms have not been announced yet, but we're expecting it to be pretty wide as far as the net being cast. Those titles are Pentiment, Grounded, Hi-Fi Rush, and Sea of Thieves. Wow. So, I was going to ask if I could guess the games, oh, and there's no... It's fine. There's no way I would have guessed any of those games. Grounded. Yeah. I feel like... I mean, I'm super stoked. I feel like more people should play Grounded. I think Absolutely. it's great, but... But it's not like a hallmark Microsoft game, right? Like it's it's not. No. When you think of Xbox, you, you don't think Halo. of Grounded. You think, you think of Master Chef. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Master Chef, yeah. And Gears of War, Marcus Aurelius, Gears of War. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, so for me, what this sort of reads as, as like a little toe dipping, you know? It's like here we're gonna just like give you a few titles. That's like not our big AAA boys. Um, but, you know, some pretty well-known games. Sea of Thieves is a very well-known, well-respected live service game. Hi-Fi Rush was sure. at the tippy-top of a lot of people's, you know, uh, game of the year last year, won a lot of, quite a few awards. Pentiment yeah, yeah. is a little bit of an un underground one, but it has also been developed by Obsidian, which is Grounded. So, you know, Grounded, uh, Obsidian gets a little double dip there with the old Pentiment Grounded combo. Wow. You, you never would have guessed it. Did I did I tell you I actually got around to Pentiment last year? I think you did, yeah. Yeah, played it for a good couple of hours. It was really interesting. I was like, this, you know, I think we talked about the developer and, and how they were just so over the moon that Game Pass had kind of secured this release for yeah, them because yeah. otherwise, like, no that one. game... It's so niche. It's yeah. so niche. And I like, I enjoyed it, but I was like, man, again, that, that Venn diagram of yeah. like, you know, Microsoft, uh, game pass subscribers and Pentiment players. That's, that's challenging the, it's almost the weekend Venn diagram. Sure. <laughs> 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 Maybe, but yes, it, it was uh, very unknown and it would have been even more unknown if it were not for game pass and Microsoft. For sure. Um, so yeah, to me, that's like a little bit of a, here is a kind of sign of things to come. I think, mm -hmm. I think it's like, you know, a bit of a signal saying, yeah, we're planning on branching out and releasing a lot more of our exclusive catalog on other platforms. There's supposed mm -hmm. to be a Nintendo, I don't know what it's called. I think it's like a collaborators conference or some sort of meeting or call with investors or something to talk about upcoming releases. Uh, oh, cross-platform yeah. cross releases on the Switch platform and Switch 2 in the coming years. And I think what's going to uh, get announced is all of these titles coming to the Switch. That's my prediction. Right, okay. So expect to see, you know, Hi-Fi Rush popping around on the old Switch rune. Oh, I mean, that would be great. I'd fucking love to see it try and run Grounded. Like, yeah. Grounded didn't run great on my Xbox One. And the Xbox One is 
a lot more powerful than a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe maybe there's there's been like some you know development with Grounded where they've like done the Switch version, you know, like the mm. they've like toned mm. down the shadows, done a bunch of optimizations. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but yes, moving on. The uh, Phil Spence, the CEO of Xbox, has been quoted on a. a, a on a different publication. Let me just see if I can find it. It is called B -b -b Verge, The Verge. Oh, uh, sure. That's um, that's popular. Yeah. Basically complaining, sort of not, not directly, but it could be read as complaining about the recent success of Helldivers being a PlayStation and PC port and not a Xbox game. Sort of saying that, you know, uh, games that come out should come out on as many platforms as possible especially if they're you know going well uh and the fact that there's been sort of no no signal or you know I, I, to me I, I think that xbox and microsoft would have had a chat to the developer about a, a game pass deal and they would have turned them down um right and to me this That's... reads is a little bit of a, a butt hurt like damn <laughs> whoops we really yeah. should have tried harder to secure this uh at least for some amount of time on the game pass um, yeah, that's just kind of like a weird complaint yeah. from a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so weird. Yeah, but it's what like, I, what right, I think it right, is, dude. what I think it is, is a little bit more of that message about you know here is a successful game that I think would be great to have across all platforms. Microsoft mm. is kind of positioning itself as um, this no longer like exclusives only kind of place, you know, like Master Chief is for everyone mm. now is kind of the suggestion that I'm getting from that. It's like, you know, in on one hand, he's saying, yeah, it's great that they've had this, this success. It sucks that it's not on Microsoft. Uh, but baby, Microsoft's all about no longer having exclusives. We're all about sharing it around now, even though in the past right. we've been like, you know, we're the ones who have been the home of Mr. Master Chief and all this dastardly deeds. Um, yeah, yeah and gears of war and we've held them tight but now things are changing <laughs> you know that's kind of what mm. that reads to me as mm. well that's i mean look of all the companies to to come to this realization and it may be because their last few consoles haven't been as successful as sony's or nintendo's mm. but xbox microsoft uh, you know and now Xbox, Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard, like that's that's a huge collection of developers and uh, IPs for someone that is pretty high up within that collection of IPs to say, look, we want all these games on all these consoles. That That's a good thing. Like I know we speculated quite a bit during the acquisition of, of Activision Blizzard that, you know, in 10 years, Microsoft would be yeah. like, see ya, everything's see ya. Xbox exclusive. Yeah. So, you know, this is good. Maybe that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I think they're kind of positioning them. Yeah, like I said, positioning themselves as like this. Um, oh, there was this quote by one of the leadership in this weird podcast that they did, which wasn't even really a podcast. It was just a scripted reading of some philosophies that Microsoft has. Um, oh, and scripted one... <laughs> readings. We don't, but we don't support as like a podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't just support scripts in this day and age. We need improv yeah. off the dome. Yes, we that's can't. what this podcast is. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was like this woman said, uh, this lady said, uh, mm -mm, she said, every screen should be an Xbox, you know, like that's the, that's the philosophy is like, you got a screen, wow. you know, you got a TV that you play Xbox games on there, baby. <laughs> and you know, that's uh, kind of, that's kind of not exactly too far from the, the uh, falsity either, you know, like some TVs come with like game pass, you can sync your controller to them and play cloud synced Xbox games. Bro, uh, my TV can do it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. there you go. And so your screen yeah. is an Xbox. What do you know? Man, they would have been stoked to see me stream Brotato to my Steam Deck when I'm in bed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> moving along to some Switch, uh, some Nintendo news. Uh, Switch 2 has been reportedly pushed back to a release in 2025. Previously, oh. it had been speculated late 2024. But after some sort of um, games and developers and like first party developers, not not exactly leaking, but saying that their titles have been shifted back to 2025, 
it has been speculated that you know it's not because the game isn't done it's because the hardware hasn't been finalized and won't be finalized until 2025 so no shit yeah well i mean look if they stick to that form factor there's going to be a benefit in the kind of technology they're trying to fit into that form factor being cheaper. So hopefully you're going to get something with like 16 gigs of RAM instead of four gigabytes of RAM, <laughs> which is what they're currently yeah. rocking. And that's just kind of, you know, it was embarrassing seven years ago when the Switch came out, but yeah. now it's just like, man, you, you want to run grounded and you want to have like dappling light through yeah. the trees good luck and ain't source no, ain't, no way. <laughs> ain't no way yeah 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 um i mean nintendo has always kind of done that they've always kind of done their own thing hardware wise like swam in their own lane they haven't really tried to be like this is the hardware with the most performance you know they're just like no, no. it's a weird little thing you can plug into the tv and run away if you want and it still works uh, yeah yeah, yeah. And we, we love that about them. However, it, it, it was getting to the point uh, at the end of, of my tenure with the Switch where, like, I would just want to play the latest indie games that were 16-bit and it was sluggish. And I'm like, man, like, it should not be sluggish. I know it's a new game, but it's, yeah. like, 350 megs and, uh, you know, I can see every pixel. <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically, like, if you are a first-party developer for Nintendo, then your game will run okay, and if not, then good luck getting it optimized on that platform <laughs> yeah. because it's yeah. like a basically a fucking fridge it's an lg fridge of a machine <laughs> uh some sony news now um oh wow you wow the smokers board you were right i, yeah. I, I was here doubting yeah. i was like this is another backdoor joe's bargain box <laughs> got some soggy chips got that like you know that one drumstick with like the skin that's just hanging off mm -hmm. and it's just obviously not crispy that's right uh, no, look, I, I got to give credit where it is due. Uh, and this story has directly credited, or this particular piece, piece of news is directly credited to uh, Skill Up, the YouTuber who a lot of this news has come from this afternoon. So thanks, Skill Up. Oh, okay. you're, I'm paraphrasing a lot of your stuff. Uh, so, yeah, th there was an earnings call about the um, hardware sales of the PS5, amongst other things. And basically, Yoshida flagged to the investors that the sales for the PlayStation 5 are going to be going down over the coming years, the next four or five years-ish. Um, of course, yep, yep, yes. yep. So basically saying, which can, you know, can be interpreted as Sony has reached, oh, sorry, the PlayStation 5 in terms of the console lifecycle has reached its peak. And from here, mm -hmm. it's going to be the decline until we start, you know, releasing the new PlayStation. Um, of course. Which is a little bit of a crazy thing. And I, I mentioned Skill Up prior to this because he mentioned, he mentioned a slew of recent releases that all took far longer to develop than many of the predecessors on previous console generations. Right. Um, so he cited, for example, the Batman trilogy, the Arkham trilogy or, of, of games compared to the long in development and poorly received Suicide Squad, which took just as long to develop as all of the uh, Arkham games together. Wow. Uh, the entire Uncharted series uh, took us just as long to develop as the cancelled multiplayer thing that Naughty Dog was working on, supposedly. No shit. And 11 Assassin's Creed games were made in the same time that it took to make Skull and Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Which also had a horrible reception. Um, so, you know, like when you look at a console like the PlayStation 5, and this has been talked yeah. about before, how there's not a great deal of, you know, Sony PlayStation 5 exclusives that have really sure. defined the generation, at least, you know, none that are new IPs or originals, you know, like The Last of Us 2 is a sequel. Uh, yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. you know, it's like what what has this console generation really had to say is kind of what, what this story is about. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I just I just thought that was really interesting, and it's it's kind of like, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but a really good point in my uh, argument about AAA having a hard time recently 
like mm. the the swing towards the trend of live service has really mm. but not even like like quick live service like live service that you can like get in and get out with it's like no we're going to spend 12 years developing like 300 million dollars developing this superhero yeah. game uh, and it's <laughs> going to it's going to do horribly it's like putting all your eggs in one basket and just like you know kobe brinding your way into the sun um. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, i'm assuming you 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 referencing the the dunking yes not the helicopter <laughs> not the helicopter part no the, you know when you say kobe and you throw a ball of course uh, from of course. three point line that's what these uh, yeah. develop, these publishers are doing yeah kobe yeah, yeah, and then and- they throw fucking suicide squads straight into the trash Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly really confused uh, uh, about that. You know, that studio that originally put out those Arkham yeah. games and are now doing uh, Suicide Squad. Like, I I don't know how many Suicide Squad games there are, or like, you know, it feels like they've been coming out for ages, or I've just been seeing trailers or footage, and it's just like really weird because of the um the Suicide Squad movie universe as well, where, like, I think in 2016 there was a Suicide Squad movie, and then, like, four or five or maybe six years later they, like, remade it or something, and it's just, like, it's been an extremely confusing time for me and Suicide Squad because I feel like it's the kind of thing that I'd really be attracted to if it was done well, but it it just, yeah. it just hasn't been done well at all. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's that's the last piece of news I had. Um, I think that's, that's it. I think that's all I got. That's for you. great. Yeah. That's great. You did the Xbox, Nintendo, Sony smorgasbord. Yeah, um, very very impressive. Um, well, I've got a couple of uh, bites of news that I might save until next week because. Uh, all right. You know, just just a bit of a tease, just a bit of a tease before we jump into the topic. Actually, yeah. before we jump into the topic, we got some housekeeping, baby. Oh, more uh, housekeeping. You, oh, yeah. You know, it's almost the weekend podcast. We like to, to, to keep a clean ship. There's no oil leaks. Uh, the diesel <laughs> engine is fully loaded. Um, I don't know what kind of ship uses a diesel engine, by the way. Like, surely... Like a tugboat? Surely the... <laughs> yeah the it's almost the weekend fucking tugboat that's what we're that's what we're uh recording this podcast on mm. um but we got game clubs for march is cocoon uh oh, which yes. is a game pass game if you uh have game pass we've got a starfield special coming up which is going to air on the 15th but send your starfield emails on the 8th you can play along with us or you can just send us your starfield thoughts either would be fun and the third piece of uh, housekeeping i have is an email from peyton that i forgot to read out last week cool let's go so peyton says hello plus extraction shooters Oh, nice. Hello, gents. Peyton from America here. I found you guys through your Fear and Hunger episode and have been tuning in weekly for the last three months or so. Always look forward to your next episode. Keep up the amazing content. Wanted to share a hashtag sick trailer for an upcoming AAA extraction shooter Mm. if you weren't already tracking. Uh, despite it being Bungie, I'm excited to check it out. So a bit of vitriol for Bungie there. Yeah. Um, they've been putting out, oh, what are those games? Destiny. Uh, Destiny. And you, you played Destiny, right? Like you're I into have... Destiny 2. Yeah, I played a bit of Destiny 2 there. Uh, that is a weird, confusing game. Uh, it okay. is a, it's a great shooting experience, you know? Get on there, shoot mm-hmm. some aliens with your friends, get some loot. Um, but it's very unfriendly to new players very unfriendly right okay okay basically you you need a sherpa to show you through the menus (laughs) oh man well honestly that sounds very attractive if you were to be the sherpa because you've been my sherpa in the past and you're an excellent sherpa Uh, fantastic sherping abilities (laughs) yeah hell yeah thank you bless (laughs) um so peyton uh links 
Marathon, which is uh, Bungie's new extraction shooter. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've heard of this. Have you heard I, of this? I have. I think it's actually on ice right now. Uh, oh, no shit. I'm not 100% sure about that. Uh, I, I remember seeing the trailer for it and, and thinking it looked really cool, like, style-wise. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see any really quick Google news about it, but nothing's coming up. Maybe it's not on ice. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it does look cool. I would, I would fuck with it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is off the back of our extraction shoes episode, and yes. I, I watched the trailer because Pey- Peyton linked it, and it, it does look cool. Like the style is really interesting. It's just, I mean, I'm into that sci-fi slash biological bullshit you know when when you get the like brain slug and you hook it up to the helmet i'm about that i don't need to know how it works i just need it to look cool as fuck yeah 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 give me like you know yeah like a slug in a jar with a patch cable that goes into my visor like that's oh 100 yeah 100 i'm ready for that uh so peyton continues they say the IP is apparently monumental to some older gamers and it sounds like they're yeah. reinventing it for the modern era. Check it out. No shit. All right. Well, thank you so much for your email, Peyton. And we have anecdotally been proven correct in that we've got at least one American listener that cottoned onto the podcast yeah. through fear and hunger. <laughs> I've got to ask, I might respond to Peyton another time and tell them like, uh, I'll ask them what, what a how did they hear of the fear and hunger episode in the first place like mm. they say that but i don't know like how do they find <laughs> it I, I found you through fear and hunger yeah so did 500 other people how did you find it <laughs> don't tell him peyton don't tell I him need to don't know. answer the email <laughs> like i've looked on tiktok i've searched i'm trying to find like some tick like random tiktoker that went viral and was like hey this podcast has talked about fear and hunger. Go and listen to the episode. But I haven't been able to find anything like that. So uh, someone out there is throwing flyers out of a plane telling people to listen to <laughs> that episode it's, specifically. Uh, it's me, but I'm throwing flyers out of a tugboat. Oh, nice. That's why it's taking so long for them to get to people. It has to wash up on shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hell yeah. And the final and fourth part, of housekeeping is that I have reached out to all of y'all who won the paintings that we did in episode 100 and you have provided your address. Thank you very much. I will get those off ASAP, uh, probably before this email, uh, this, this email, this podcast airs. Nice. So hearing this should be a nice reminder that you'll be copying some art real soon. Hell yeah. I love it. Enjoy your art. All right. <laughs> oh, you said that. It sounded malicious. Enjoy your art. Enjoy your art. <laughs> tell me tell me of this topic this week. It's episode time. Um, 53 look, minutes is... in. It's episode time. <laughs> <laughs> this is an involved topic. Oh, and by the way, you know, Joe says 53 episodes. Oh, and yes. if you if you look episodes. at the... It, uh, sorry, 53 minutes. And if, if you look at the podcast, you're going to be like, wait, it's not 53 minutes. And that's because of the storm shenanigans. Uh, yes, I right. lost internet and that's why you heard the music earlier. Uh, so it's, it's, it's not quite that long, but we're certainly going to be going over time today. Um, this, this week's edition of episode time, uh, we're going to deep dive in, into a concept which has been in the zeitgeist for decades. We're, we're really uh, going to break this topic down. And I'm talking about padding dogs in video games. <laughs> this, uh-huh. is may, this is maybe the biggest topic I've ever tackled. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, of course I'm bullshitting you. It's not that big at all. But, uh, you know, I was just like, I've, I've got like, uh, a list of topics that I, I just pull from occasionally, you know, whenever I'm in the shower and I think of a topic, I'm like, I'm going to write that down. And uh, it all goes on this list. And this week I pulled out padding dogs in video games. Very good. So 
so yeah, I mean, for me, there's there's been a couple of times where like I've played an average game a little longer than I should have because I could pat the dog or pat the animal. And uh, I think conversely, it's kind of a boner kill when you can't pat the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there is, a, a, I don't know if it'll be a rant. Like you can't really plan a rant, but I'm going to talk about not being able to pat the dog a little bit later uh, in, in, in the episode. Um, so, I mean, people want to pat dogs in video games. It's, it's a weird kind of tick we all have right like as soon as you see a dog in a video video game especially if it's a nintendo game uh you want to run up to that bad boy and 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 ruffle him and and slap his belly and all that kind of stuff um and uh yeah like we just want to pat dogs and there's there's actually been some marketing ploys uh based around this very idea uh, I mean, we've got dog meat from Fallout 4, right? I remember, I remember the, the ads all had like priority on dog meat. You can get dog meat to attack, uh, yes. you know, other scavengers. Um, you've got the Sims that have released several thousand animal-based expansion packs. Um, they like allow you to pet dogs, cats, fucking seals. Look, as long as they can lock that shit behind a paywall, they want you to pet it. Right. Um, we've got Pokemon X and Y that introduced rubbing your Pokemon. Oh, stylus. God. Why? I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was in the ads. That was in the ads. You... you, you Pop on a YouTube video, cop a 15-second ad of, like, Growlithe just having its undercarriage scratched by some nine-year-old stylus. Um, yeah. What a, what a concept. So, speaking of anime games recently, uh, I saw mm-hmm. this anime boyfriend game. Uh, I didn't... Uh, ooh. I wish I found the name of it, but I haven't been able to find it again. If you mm-hmm. saw this, listener, please email. I want to know what it's called. It's like, it almost looks like a dating sim, but it's like got these really beautifully drawn, like close up sexy boyfriends. And you have to like okay. swipe the screen like you're petting a Pokemon inside Ooh, of Pokemon. Yeah. And you can like ruffle the boyfriend's hair or you can mm. like move your hand closer to his cheek or whatever, you know, like it's as if he mm. is like, you know, wooing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like it would make a lot of money. And uh, I'm very down with that. Like, I'm very down to know more about it. Anyway, so pet pet the boyfriend simulator, pet the dogs, continue. Absolutely great adjacent topic, pet the boyfriend. Uh, Yeah, look, I'm all about that. I think I'm all about the evolution of, like, dating sims as well. Like, when we can make... A, a kind of soft screen that's cheap. You know, you could have like a pet the boyfriend body pillow and uh, have some little speakers built in. Yeah. You're like cuddling up. I mean, I don't know if that's going to help your depression, but you're going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's got a little heartbeat. It's got a like breathing thing in there that makes it big and small. <laughs> it's got a heartbeat. Jesus. That's um that's that's next level. Imagine if all of our previous episode topics could come together to create the ultimate body pillow. You know, we've got like AI writing the code, we've got this like soft screen displaying like hot Joe. You can run <laughs> hot Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now it's almost the weekend merch. Body yeah, pillow with yeah. a screen and a speaker. Like <laughs> the most expensive merch you've ever seen in your life. This is four thousand dollar merch. And we make we've made two of them. <laughs> oh my god. I would love to see that. Um but yeah, look, patting the dog in video games. It's huge. There's a there's a Twitter account that was created yes. uh in twenty nineteen called Can You Can You Pet the Dog? Yes. Um, which is, of course, an, an Americanism. Pet is, is not a verb. Um, <laughs> if, if you speak English in, in any way uh, that is proper, 
Uh, and and so that Twitter account exploded, and uh, every time a new game comes out, or even um, even older games, they'll they'll talk about yes, you can pet the dog, or like no, you can't pet the dog, but uh, you can like throw a stick, and the dog will go and get it. Right, right, right. Um, which is cool. I love that someone has just dedicated their life uh, to finding that out. Do you think and it's them that's finding it, or do you think people send them? to I feel like it's like oh, I mean, it's, it's gotta be yeah, 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 yeah. It's gotta be like a community thing, right? There's no way you've just got one person sitting on some decrepit couch, <laughs> surrounded by walls of video games, just searching for dogs to pet. Maybe that's how it started, and then it's become something that people send. <laughs> it all starts on a decrepit couch. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and so pivoting over to some iconic dog pets i thought you might want to hear some history uh about Ah. maybe the first game where you could pet a dog i was hoping you would do this (laughs) so i again going back through the pages of history and just seeing the name of a game you've never heard of but wishing you had heard of it because it's a great name zork 2 is the oldest game where you can pat an animal damn isn't zork really old so <laughs> zork okay so zork is a text-based game from 1981 yeah i thought um, so yes i've heard of zork right you have heard of zork yeah. great great name may we never forget about zork 2 um, so it's effectively like a dungeon crawler. If, if you were with us when we talked through roguelikes a couple of months ago, um, and we, and we talked about rogues, uh, exploring the dungeons of doom, uh, it, it was kind of even before that, you know, it didn't have like any kind of UI or anything. It was, it was just text and, uh, you, you typed what you wanted to do. And it told you if it could uh, do it or not. And so, um, the part in the story where you can pat the dog, you uh, you enter this huge crypt, right? And there's like, uh, it says a three-headed dog the size of an elephant blocks your passage. And um, if you get to this part of the game and you have the collar item, you can put the collar on one of the heads mm. and this uh this beast gets real happy um you can enter the command pet dog obviously an american game and the game will show you the following text the dog is now insanely happy slobbering all over the place and whining with unconfined doggish joy wow. and i just thought that's beautiful. I I um, wish to whine with unconfined doggish joy as well. <laughs> Don't we all? Um, and I I also wanted to to throw in their King's Quest three because while. Zork 2 is the first game where you can pet an animal. It is text-based, right? So you don't actually get to see the the patting of the dog. So King's Quest 3 is the first game where you can visually see your character pat a dog. Um, And, you know, it's no special thing. King's Quest is all about, like, walking up and and clicking on items and that kind of thing. Uh, I think in King's Quest 3, you'd like... Uh, you you start in an inn or something like that and you like come down from where you were sleeping and there's like a dog hanging out near the innkeeper and you like click on the dog and you pat the dog and you get some dog fur. Oh, nice. Okay. You get the Uh, dog fur from just patting it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Multi-ass dog. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the innkeeper like you know, up keeps the coat on the dog yeah. or like even what you can use dog fur for, like maybe you need to like drop it in someone's food and they've got allergies and they sneeze and that like gets you a meeting with the king. You know how King's Quest goes. It's um, it's pretty random sometimes. It reminds me of the um, um, Tim Rogers. What's that? Tucky, no, not Tucky Mahi. Um, Bokono Natsuyasumi video where he uh, cuts the fur off the dog and it yelps. Oh, yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. 
Scarring. Scarring. The dog un- does not forgive you. <laughs> also, if you can hear, like, rampant sneezing, uh, my very own dog is just sneezing just oh. constantly. She all right? Um, oh, she's fine. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's, she's an idiot. You know, she, like, goes around and snorts up ants. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what we're hearing, um, the ants protest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> I've got, I, uh, like, I've got my notes right, and like, I'm I'm just casually looking them over, and I've got like a a games that suck heading in all in all bold, mm. and uh, it's and I've got here you can't pat the dog in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. And that's a huge one. I think that sucks. Like, I, I mean, I, I've, we've got that episode. I went on that rant. I love this game. I love this game to death. And uh, one of the few marks I have against it is the lack of dog padding. I remember there's, like, dogs at every stable and, you know, they run around and they have little love heart emoticons next to you and you can't pat them. You can, mm-hmm. like throw them a stick you know because there's sticks in that game and you can throw that shit but uh yeah you can't pat the dog what's going on with that i know you can do did you ever do like the run in circles thing with the dog yeah yeah Yeah. i did i yeah and and that's beautiful you know very intuitive because like sometimes the dog does it first and it's just and you do it and the you know the movement allows you to do it like pretty fluidly yeah um so that's cool but why not why not just um yeah just let you pet the dog, man. Come on, Nintendo. Um, Scully is still sneezing, by the way. Yeah. So I'm, I really apologize, listeners. You're just copying unhinged sneezes, and like, she's got that long snout. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's not like a dad sneeze, but you can, you can hear the kind of caverns in the dog snout. In the dog's now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I guess um, we we should maybe talk about our our favorite dog pats. If if you have one, I know this is throwing oh, yeah. throwing it at you in the last minute, but uh, I I can start. I came prepared. Uh, my favorite dog pat is in Hades, which is oh yes. which is a pretty recent dog pat, really. Um, although let's not forget Hades came out four years ago in two months which is bonkers i can't believe hades is four years old uh and and, (laughs) yeah and so uh you know they've only got one animator over at supergiant or they did when they were making the first hades and uh you know padding serby padding cerberus still had some priority like uh on on launch day on the switch like i padded serby after every run like you mm. just go and you just go and see the dog you pat the dog zagreus gives you a, a line of dialogue that's probably unique because apparently they recorded 400 million lines of dialogue in that game <laughs> um <laughs> but i i do have a quote from uh greg cassivan who's the creative director at supergiant um So he said, we could, in theory, have 10 or however many different Cerberus petting animations, but it would come at the direct expense of other stuff in the game. Um, And I just want to highlight that because, you know, despite uh, that studio only having one animator and it being an action game, um, which, you know, is is pretty heavy uh, in that arena, like... Serbies still has a, a good couple of animations and you can go and, you know, chat to Serby, gift Serby, some of that uh, golden Alexa. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a good time. I'm going to throw this back on their animator. You should have done more. <laughs> <laughs> no, Only no, the right answer couple? there. <laughs> yeah, the right answer there is you should have hired Joe. Yeah. And Joe could have done 100 dog padding animations. I mean, maybe not 100, but we could get we could get <laughs> a little more than 2 out, I reckon. Like, maybe he's not a, not a super heavy animation game. 
I don't think. <laughs> oh, it all comes out. Anyway, I'm probably super wrong about that. Who knows? How many weapons are in that game? Quite a few, right? Oh my god, there's like six weapons and then there's six variants on all the weapons. Oh. Okay, so it's oh, not Hades. Okay, no, fair enough. Maybe it's, there is quite a few yeah. missions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all layered. You just got to use the base locomotion set. Just pose arms. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's out here. Yeah. He's out here. He's throwing, <laughs> throwing shade at Supergiant. No, I'm not. I'm sure that they worked as hard as they possibly could have. It's a... Uh, Tough job. It's a tough job out there. Um, well, oh yeah, I have one. I have one. Um, oh, no shit. I thought that in terms of like the quality of dog pats you can give, that Nintendogs actually did some premium dog padding. No shit for the Wii. Uh, no, for the Nintendo DS. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. I, um... Right, yeah, I said Wii because my only experience with Nintendogs is like Super Smash Bros when you yes. get the item where the dog comes up. So did you did you ever own a copy of Nintendogs? No, but my sister did, and mm. she played the ever-living hell out of that game. And, um, <laughs> right. Yeah, you can, similar to the Pokemon, you know, like stroke the stylus on the screen thing, you could pat dogs that way. Right. And you could like fling a frisbee with the stylus and throw a ball and all sorts of stuff. It was great. Far out. You know, that is an embarrassing call out for me. I probably <laughs> should have done a bit of looking into Nintendogs, but hey. it didn't even like register when I was when I was thinking about this topic. I mean, I've just done a quick Google on like petting the dog and no one's mentioning it in their stories. They got like Life is Strange 2 and Fable 3 and like grand theft auto 5 but i'm talking with the original dog game nintendogs <laughs> the original dog game look if you want to be a real gamer you need to know about the original dog game and you need to be able to animate more than two cerberus petting animations yeah look i just reckon they could... <laughs> no, i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that's an excellent shout out and that brings us to the end of this uh, dense and hard to penetrate topic <laughs> yeah truly <laughs> um wow thank you for taking me on this this wonderful little dog petting journey um dog padding journey mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't i don't say petting you say petting um <laughs> yes excellent i don't have anything to add i'm just sort of vamping at this point amazing we're here we got starfield coming up game of the month is cocoon get on cocoon it's very short two to four hours i say two to four mm -hmm. because i have no idea how long it is but i feel like it's probably in between two and four hours i'm pretty uh, sure wanna... xbox app has it has it as four to six i think oh god damn it okay four to six all right it's a bit longer it's um it's as long <laughs> as boomerang x if you suck oh four hours for the main story and five hours for the main plus extras come on get out of here with those extras yeah i'm here for the main <laughs> uh, uh you wanna you wanna wrap us up big boy yep yeah, i sure do um tune in next week for another thrilling episode of it's almost the weekend again but for now have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next time it's almost the weekend again bye <laughs> bye Did i say the same thing twice bye <laughs>